In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We have heard this all before, haven't we? So much so that perhaps at times we mentally check out. We politely nod and yawn, checking our time just to see how much left of the service there is. Calculating in our minds, well, certainly pastor can't preach that long, can he? The profound cosmos-altering declaration that those who are baptized into the saving life of Jesus Christ, those united in his death and his resurrection, that there is this irreversible, unalterable victory which we did not earn, merit, or achieve but was bestowed, given to us by our Creator through the sacrifice and love of His Son. If God is for us, who can be against us? But, but we have heard all of this before, of course. We know what it means, after all, having been instructed in the faith since we were young. We understand the promise, at least we think that we do, so much so that we get bored hearing about it. Pastor, we say, tell us something new, something exciting. Not the same words that we have heard our entire lives. Yet the text is still there. If God is for us, who can be against us? And so we move from our annoyance with hearing something that we have heard so many times over, we move from annoyance to frustration as we begin to think, God has not been there for me. And in fact, many people, many things, and maybe even God himself have been against me. At least that's the way I feel. That coworker that spreads lies about me, my, my failing health, the roof leak that I just cannot seem to fix, the emotional pain in my life that just won't go away. There are many things against me. And so we move from a complacency to annoyance and then to anger. God has not been there, for if he were, my life would be so much better. If he were there for me, I would not be sick. I would not have to wear these masks because of corona. I would be better off in life. I would find love and happiness. The Colts would win another Super Bowl. That, that's thrown in there for a chuckle. And so in our anger and our disappointment, we declare, God is not for me. He either doesn't exist or he doesn't care. Yet the text is still there. If God is for us, who can be against us? Apathy, annoyance, anger. We sense a variety of emotions when we are constantly reminded of the same thing. And in this text, 
reminded of the promise of our baptism. Well, maybe you're like me. Maybe you just get bored. Bored of hearing the same thing over and over again. But yet when we read from Romans 8 this morning and St. Paul's writing of this particular section of text, the form and prose of that text suggest something different than boredom. It suggests a sustained fullness of excitement, a sense of building awe. The, the, the paragraph for today, in fact, is a summary of the whole themes from chapter 5 onward. And it's presented now in this sort of symphony highlight, this sort of climax of excitement. Look at what God has done. Look at what Jesus has done for you and for me. Look at what he is doing even as we speak and are gathered here today. We look around and we see the things that are threatening to separate us from the powerful love which reaches out to us from the cross and the resurrection. And we learn that all these things that threaten to separate us from our Creator's love are defeated foes. From the angels to the saints to creation itself, we are beyond our capacity to understand this victory and its fullness. We can only dance and sing in joy, celebrating the victory of God, because in Jesus, not even death wins. But we've heard this all before, haven't we? And because we have heard it all before, our Creator's constant reminding us of His victory for us never ceases. Even in times of great darkness and confusion, our Creator is constantly reminding us, you and me, Jesus is for you and for me. Even if we have heard it thousands of times before, in all these things we are completely victorious for the one who loves us. Yes, even in times of great suffering this is true. For as the psalmist wrote, and St. Paul quotes this morning from our text, verse 26, For your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. But we are reminded that because of Christ, we are, victor we are victorious in him. God will and has saved his people, not despite their sufferings, but through and even because of them. Somehow the sufferings of God's people are taken up into God's purposes, not to add to the victory Christ won for us, no, but in order to live out that victory, in order to live out his victory in a world so that his love may shine even further. For the suffering of his saints proclaim the love of God to never leave us, nor forsake us, even when we pass through the deep waters of emotional or physical death. Yes, brothers and sisters, those of us who are baptized into our Lord Jesus Christ, and all these things, we are completely victorious through the one who loves us. 
but we have heard this all before. And because we have heard it before, our Creator's constant reminder of His victory for us does not stop. No, He reaches out to us, doesn't He? Every time in confession and absolution, Jesus is for you. Every time you hear the word proclaimed, Christ is for you. Every time we receive him in with and under bread and wine, Jesus is for you, connecting to you, strengthening your faith, forgiving our sins. But we've heard it all before. And because we have heard it all before, we can never hear it enough. If God is for us, who can be against us? In all these things, we are completely victorious through the one who loves us. We can never hear this enough. Never. Why? Because it is love. Because of his love for us, which reminds us time and time again, not as an afterthought, not as a something that happens after the fact, but as an active participation in our daily lives. In every moment since God breathed life into humanity, his love for you and for me. And since it is love's nature to bind to that which it loves, to bind itself to that which it loves, we can confess this day with renewed joy what we have heard so many times before. Nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of God and Jesus Christ our Lord. Yes, we have heard it all before, and we will continue to hear it until that day when our faith becomes sight. In all these things, we are completely victorious through the one who loves us, all because Jesus is for us, for you and me. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.